I don't know. My hold on. Do your intro. Because like, because my favorite Nicolas Cage movie is Con Air. Obviously. Oh, it's a great. So like, you can't debate like all this shit. Fucking Con Air. I watch that over and over again. Hello and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton, and with me again, Sarah Raytalek. Hello, Sarah. Happy New Year. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. The first episode of 2023. Ay, ay, ay. Jordan year. Ay, ay, ay. Is that what we're calling this? I, could, I would rather say Jordan year than anything else, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's easier, right? <laughs> so, I like it. Are we uh, going yeah, to put up numbers like Jordan, though? Uh, Yeah, we can probably get 23 let's, people let's, to listen to the show. Let's get this going. Yeah. Pew, pew. 20, 23 people can listen to the show. We'll we'll pass Jordan. And, and maybe 45. Right. You know? Exactly, yeah. His, his other number. And that one time, time he in. wore number 12. Remember that? Yeah, I think we're on we're on par with twelve though. Yeah, we're definitely on par. We're with definitely 12. on par with twelve. If I listen on twelve different devices, then we're good. Yeah. But, yeah. But there you go. For all you people that are not Sarah and I, thank you so much for listening to the show. We appreciate it. We much very need your help. I don't know if that words made any sense just now. Much words very happen. Need. They happen. Um, yeah. So. um Go ahead and rate and review on the old Spotify and the iTunes and push do us up that it, chart. Do it, do we desperately it, need do your help. It, do it, you know? do uh, it. Before the show, Sarah and I were talking about our favorite Nicolas Cage movie. I went with the classic film Face Off, starring Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, where they played each other and not each other. And halfway through the movie, you didn't know who was who, but... They just ripped each other's faces off and went ahead Glorious. and daily lives. So Glorious. Yeah, great movie. And mine is Con Air. Con Air. Great cast of characters in that show. So good. Steve Buscemi. Steve, yep. Um what's his name from uh Um Why who is so dumb right now? Uh, um John Malkovich. Yeah. Uh What's his name from uh, High Fidelity? Um, John Cusack. John Cusack, thank you very much. Um, I just always John others. Cusack's better, <laughs> yeah, and more, and, and more. John Cusack is Conan. just like better off dead. That's that's his staple movie. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> better off dead. Yeah, was that the one with Give me my two dollars? I want my two dollars. I want my two dollars. Give me my two dollars. I want Classic. my two dollars. So good. Ah, eighties. Yeah, eighties had a great, great string of movies. <sighs> they don't make movies like that anymore. They do not. Some movies of my are bad. Favorite movies involve like Jeffy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray. Oh, obviously, those are like legend. Wait for it, Derry. Of course. Eddie Murphy, he used mm-hmm. to make great movies back in the day. Not so much anymore. No, sadly. Coming to America. To be loved. To be loved. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Classic. Still one of the 
best scenes in cinema history. So like we told you last week, this episode, we're going to do a story. So we got a little bit of news, a big pickle, and then we're going straight into a story to start 2023 off with a bang. So, Sarah, hit me with some news. All right. First on the docket, soccer great Pele has passed away at 82 years old. 82 years old. Very sad. Well, 82, I know. All the things that he had accomplished. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Very sad. A great, giant, gaping hole in the soccer world as well as uh, the Brazilian community. He did a lot of work there. Like, especially with FIFA, he did a lot of work. It's just... uh the whole world has taken a big hit and you could see it across each and every sport. Everyone right. is honoring him. Basically the great from that sport has right. 2022 coming in right at the end. Oh my God. Picking one more person off every year, man. It does you know, it right under the radar. It's, it's like, like, Hey, pew, uh, we're almost pew, there. Pew. We're almost there. No one's going to die. And then all of a sudden it's like, phew, Hey, there's Pele and yeah. Barbara Walters and the old Pope. And <laughs> it's like, Whoa, it, and that was it was like bing bang boom yeah quick 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 like yeah. it was in you know it's uh yeah that's what i got who do you think is going to be the first person to die in 2023 famous Ooh. person not regular person famous person because boston already had its first homicide last night so there's nothing new there no um we're actually ahead of schedule uh, right? It's usually around like the fourth where we yeah, have the first yeah. one, fourth, fourth or fifth. Right around the fourth to the seventh, yeah. we get our first homicide. No, it was one, one, twenty three. Right out the gate. Hey, yeah. if you're going to do it right, do it right on the first. Yeah. I mean, be you want to be on the first. You want to be the first baby born in, in the new year and you want to be the first homicide in the new year. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess you can get both and have the baby and then kill it. I don't know. But. Right. I mean, Dennis Eckersley's daughter did it. Yeah, that. Well, she didn't. The baby didn't die, did it? No, no. she just buried it in a hole. In yeah, the woods. buried it in the hole in the woods in the tent. It was like, Mer. and then told police that like mm, there might be a baby over there. I don't know. This could be. I know That's you just... constantly. Every time yes. I talk about this story, you're like adopted daughter. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Alexandra Eckersley is Dennis Eckersley's adopted daughter. Okay, you know, let's just keep the facts straight. Listen, it's... I like I love Dennis Eckersley as much as the next guy does, but story and hot takes sound better when it's like Dennis Eckersley's daughter accused of leaving a baby in the cold after dun, giving dun, birth. Dun, dun, dun. But now here's the other thing too: when you make a hole, it's like how wolves sleep in the woods. Like you dig a hole and you curl up in a hole and that's supposed to keep you warm isn't it i don't yeah, know i, don't, I was I don't trying think to that think works if you're a newborn though yeah i was trying to think meth thoughts so it's like that was my yeah. meth logic for the day is like why else i mean there is a bunch of different reasons as to why she may have done like you know she i don't even know it's fucking awful but it's very manchester-esque yeah, and Manchester, those... New Hampshire is the Florida of New England. Yes. Yeah. So for yeah. those who aren't from New England and you need to score some meth or anything like that, we would send you to Manchester, New Hampshire. Yeah. For all you listening in Manchester, New Hampshire, thank you. Thank you for your support. <laughs> thank you How's for that your meth? Support. 
you're probably listening to this inside your tent and or barn, uh, cooking meth and or selling meth and and or taking meth. Yeah, either or. Uh, Either or. We sound great. We we appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate Uh, you. Yeah, that was uh, in her mugshot because we've been talking about we were talking about mugshots. Right. Um was very Nick Nolte esque. Yes. Yes. She it was. like whoo, Yeah. Rough. I feel like now everybody should just go for that Nick Nolte mugshot. Why just you gotta do look it. so handsome and pretty? Go big or go home. Like right. I, it just show who you truly are on the yeah. inside. Like let's get crazy. Twenty twenty three, let's get nuts. I'm about it. Yeah. Like just go wild. Ah. Go big or Go back go to the tent. tent. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> go get back. it. Yeah, so wild, 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 wild uh, stuff. I know because all of this is basically closing out. You know, like those two things closed out 2022. And my next little tidbit of news had me dying, which also closed out 2022. Um, was the Georgia Bulldogs Ohio State game? Yeah, I I didn't yeah. I didn't see any of this. So basically, Georgia was down fourteen points, yeah. and Ohio was basically going to take it. And Georgia Bulldogs came back from their fourteen point deficit to win. And basically, the funny I I can't even handle it because <laughs> the internet. <laughs> Oh, my God. I just keep looking at memes of it and all this other stuff. And then the Falcons trolled them yesterday. It was just beautiful. Um, So their kicker, Noen Ruggles or Riggles or whatever the heck his name is, was set up to kick a field goal. Yeah. And if he hit the field goal, he they would have won. He kicked this thing and it went so far left, like not even near the goalpost. It was so far left that you. I was like, what is this? What was he looking at? Looking at? And then it was like, then I had this moment where I was like, oh, my God, this is very like, then it was like laces out, laces right. out. And I started going back to Ace Ventura. But the kick what and the ball was like, blah, 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 oh, blah. No. it was so ridiculous. But yeah, the Internet had a field day with it. And it was amazing. But the highlight was yesterday when the Atlanta Falcons uh, like posted a picture of them winning and a video of them winning yesterday with a field goal. Yeah. And the caption was, this is how you make a game winning field goal. Nice. Dead. I was like, yep. Nail coffin. Nope. Sorry, Ohio State. Beautiful. I just I I don't know I lo- I love the trolling. Yeah, no trolling. Uh, I'm always a fan if it's if it's nice trolling. Like if it's just like jokingly ribbing each other. Like right. I'm not right. saying like get out there and like make fun of like everyone, you know, poor high school kids and shit. But like, well, have you seen some of the high school kids? Yeah, they could probably kick my ass. Well, they're I don't know. I don't know. Also, you can run over them with your car because they're always on their goddamn phone. Yeah, always on their phone, just walking out in the street. Yeah. Like they, they did not learn how to look both ways. No. 
<laughs> no, absolutely not. No, they're like, I'm just going to walk out. And, and, and they don't even walk in the crowd. Oh, my God. We sound so old. We are so old. Jesus Christ. Come on, man. We we are. Get like, off my lawn. <laughs> let's call a spade a spade. Yes, oh here we are. But you have to also think of it. When we were in high school, we were doing other things. We yeah, weren't but at least fucking... we were smoking butts and not on our cell phones. Right. Not walking into the middle of traffic. Right. Because we had a sense of awareness and knew that if we walked into traffic, we were most likely going to get hit by a car. Right. Kids wow. these days. Kids these days. Get off my lawn. Fucking kids these days. Slow down, people. People and children live here. All right, so you got. Uh, so we're gonna get into the big pickle now. The big right? pickle, and well, then right we're before, gonna... right before big you get pickle. into this, the big pickle. I just want to say that it took almost ten people to try to take down David Ortiz, and they still didn't. They and all still ten of those people didn't. were recently convicted, and I think it was five out of the ten got like heavy time. Like thirty plus years, and then I think one one or two people got uh, no less than five to seven years. So like, Beautiful. ten people were in cahoots to try to kill David Ortiz, and they couldn't do it. It sounds like a um, bumbling crime comedy that you would see on like some crate, <laughs> like like a uh, like Fletch movie or some kind of 80s crime comedy movie, and it's just like you had 10 people to try to do one job, and you couldn't do it. You shot him in the stomach, and he lived, and then you all went away for 30 years. Congratulations. Kudos to you. If you're David Ortiz right now, do you constantly wear a Superman shirt underneath all of your shirts because you were just, like, invincible? I would also... No, I would think that I would... Depending upon where I go to visit, I would be wearing like a bulletproof I would, vest. I would never leave the country. Well, he has to. He doesn't have to. He has to. He's got family and shit there. They just, he went home and they tried to kill him. Why would you go back? Well, I'd be like, uh, I'm all set. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's a rite of passage. All right. Just don't go out then. Right. Like, yeah. just stay. I mean, <laughs> it, it could be a rite of passage. House. You aren't legit until. They try to kill you. You now, never know. Now he could probably run for president of the United States. And oh, my God. Vote. And I would vote for him because I'm like, I would why not? Fuck it. Everybody but the New York would vote for him. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, Dirk well, Mets, Jeter. Dirk Mets Jeter. Dirk Jeter. Let's get Dirk Jeter in. Like, Dirk Jeter wants to be the president. <sighs> fuck Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter doesn't want to be the president. He doesn't Derek, know. No, Derek Jeter just wants to, like, make smoldering looks. Right. He just wants mm. the... Make pretend he owns the Miami Marlins. Didn't he like like? No, he doesn't own them anymore. Or no, he not was anymore. like, yeah, he was. A Rod's like... trying to buy him. <laughs> yeah. Which that's even better because it's so fitting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jeter's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> now, on I remember on Jeter's last game at Fenway, everyone's sitting there and they're cheering for him. And like you know, you respect Jeter, like oh, whatever. respect the player, absolutely. Yeah. But like, I didn't want him to go out with cheers. And I'm in Fenway, like we shouldn't be cheering for this guy. Like outside, no. I'd be like, hey man, great career, awesome, blah blah blah, totally respectful. I got up and I booed, and As people are looking should. at me like, why are you doing that? But like, 
Fuck the Yankees. The Yankees suck. I got up and I booed. Yeah, well, that just shows you who's tried and true. Right. And who is phony. You should have just been standing up booing and been like, you're a phony and you're a phony. And you should just start slapping people's hats off their heads (laughs) and been like, who do you think you are? You can't wear this logo. You are fucking frauds, frauds. Big Frauds. fat phony. You know, you're exactly. a phony. Big See? fat phony. <laughs> Picked up on my reference. Yeah, hell yeah. And the best part would be is like you have the small little kid clapping, and you'd be like, "Fuck this kid!" And you would like rip his little shirt off his body and whip it over your Boo head. This Boo, Boo this child. Boo this child. <laughs> I mean, it's an awesome way to get kicked out because you would know you would at that time you would have been on Nessen. Yep. And Jerry Remy would have been like, I support this guy. Why is everyone cheering for Derek Jeter? He's a Yankee. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to think of Remy's fucking commentary on that. And then all like, of a sudden, Remy would be like, and here comes the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I'd get pizza thrown at me. Oh, pizza, yeah. beer, oh, fucking yeah. a, a chair. Somebody would rip, rip up the fucking... It's like the WWF. Yep. Somebody just throws uh, a chair at you. <laughs> it'd be so ridiculous. Man. Yeah. That's... that's ex- It's extreme. Yeah. So. The Red Sox game is extreme. <laughs> it's not extreme anymore. It's no. really sad. It, it it's bums gonna be a me sad out. sad year. Yeah. It's sad, sad, sad year. What are they doing? What, uh, what are they nothing. doing? Nothing is what they're doing. I just... I can't anymore david we gotta we gotta just um i I don't know they're gonna trade devers i'm telling you uh, right at crunch time they're gonna trade him i just don't want to talk about it because then i I spent so much money on my season tickets yeah and i'm just not gonna be a fan anymore but you know what look at us supporting the fenway group this morning i know got your red sox attire stuff you got got my freaking penguin stuff supporting the fenway thanks john henry we drank the kool-aid well of course that's you know sadly we didn't well we had choices in life but this was the road we decided to travel yeah i mean i gotta i gotta stick with it what am i supposed to do I walk you know. this lonely road, the only road that I have ever known. Man, we're really yep. gonna put out an album soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's coming. Oh. If, I had, if I had endless amounts of time, I would have so many videos of us on our YouTube page. No, we need a compilation. We need somebody to just work for our group for free. You think we can get someone to just work? For us for free. I think Dear friends and listeners and followers, if you would oh. like to work on our media and YouTube and cut us an album and yeah. whatever else. Give that, you 10% of the profits. Which is smiles and thumbs up. Yeah. So yeah. you'll get 10% of my smiles and thumbs up. Well, you you five percent of your smiles and five percent of my smiles. They're not getting ten percent from each of us. I, out of their mind. Well, no way. Twenty percent. I, I think I give more thumbs up than smiles, though. All right, so you give the thumbs up. I'll give the smiles. Boom! Yeah, that's that's a 
That's right? about right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it looked like you were shitting yourself over there. <laughs> I might have. You can yeah. have that too. <laughs> you gotta get a someone who can wipe our asses. Yeah, yeah we're old <laughs> now. We need somebody to wipe our buttonholes. <laughs> as you as you hear us over here yelling about today's youth. Yeah, today's youth and the state of the nation. I just need somebody to wipe me, you I just, guess. You know, just hose me off in the backyard. You don't even have to wipe me. Just like prop me up get the hose and put it on like that super spray blast that you use to clean your driveway. Oh, it just clean me oh. clean. Wow. Like power wash. This should, this show is more based. <laughs> this should be a Patreon show. So people can uh, pay for this one. So Paolo. Paolo. all right, let's get into the biggest uh, pickle before we get canceled. Yeah. I'm already canceled myself. Yeah. The biggest if this, pickle. If this show was on a network, it'd be canceled before we even started. So we would say, and welcome, canceled. Welcome, everybody. To... Yep, done. done. Canceled. Like, all right. Done. Done. <laughs> oh, it's truth. Sad. Biggest pickle for this week. Javanta. Javanta? Javanta? Yeah, whatever the fuck it is. Big pickle. Uh, Gervonta, Gervonta Davis, and his baby mama. Baby mama, mama's mama's, baby's mama's mama's, baby's mama's mama's mama's. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am free. to make it Come on, it'll be great. It'll be a great video. It would so. It would be amazing. Just compilation. All right. So uh, Davis was arrested and booked in Broward County, Florida on Tuesday. Now, this is last Tuesday. Yeah. Um, Still 2022 on a battery domestic violence charge. He was released Wednesday and stated. And let me get the quotes up. Doo, doo, doo. I never put my hands on my child, mother, nor my fucking daughter. Are you fucking crazy? Wow. Yeah. See from Brockton or something? Buy it up. Buy it. Buy it up. Um, Davis said that this was a cash grab and she was upset that he wouldn't let her use his truck. Hmm. So in the reports, it was saying that he had hit her and, you know, all of this stuff. Right. Now, two things that stood out to me as this was going down was I kept listening to the call over and over again. And I was like, okay, like she's clearly upset, but why isn't she giving an address? Right. Like over and over again, she is not giving an address. So there was that. And then the other thing too, is that, you know, she claimed that she is, you know, she wants to keep her life private or whatever. Um, But if you're going to make this call, and not give an address, this you knew that this was going to come out. Absolutely. 100%. So she, uh, Vanessa Poso, um, who's his baby mama, has done a complete 180 on her allegations and has said that um, her call and all of this shit was unnecessary. Just kidding. Ha ha ha. Basically, um, it, she <sighs> said, yeah, she said it was unnecessary. She wants to, you know, she, their relationship is rocky, but it wasn't, 
you know, anything that she should have been calling the police over. So did he, didn't he, did she hit herself? Like, I don't know what right. actually happened. Like what actually was, because we heard the call and we were like, oh, okay. Like this seems legit. But then I kept listening to and say a fucking address. Right. If you are in distress and you would need help, even if you're in a situation where you you could be running for your life, you will be like, I'm blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm or, here on the corner of this and that. Right. Or right. you would say I'm with because he's a um, an athlete. You could say I'm at so and so's residence or right. whatever it may be like they'll they'll come to you it, just the fact that you kept giving no information and just kept pleading and especially if there's like a child involved as well like right for the safety and well-being of that child you should totally give an address yep you and know, I, I don't know maybe i'm in uh maybe i'm wrong on this one but you're not because i've been I in mean... a situation where I've had to call the cops in a very traumatic situation. So it's something where I was calling the cops and giving them my location because right. if you want to get saved, you need to let them know where you are. <laughs> right. So absolutely. it's just it's like um, you can run as fast as you can, but like you got to tell them where you are for them to come and help you. Right. So, yeah. Like. Hmm, what's going on here? Yeah. So, so then, I mean, it, yeah. So yeah. it sounds like a, it sounds honestly like a cash grab. Yeah. And he said that she, the fact that she was upset that he wouldn't let her use his truck. I'm like, all right, like, well, this is your baby mama. So like, she don't have a car. Right. Like, I'm so conf I'm confused and I'm waiting for more to come out. Cause like, it's very, touch and go he's still fighting this weekend yeah because it's you know he was let out on bail or i don't even think he's let out on i don't know if it was bail or whatever i i like skimmed it because i was like oh my god this is know. a train wreck i know um but it's one of those where i'm like what the what i don't understand I'm so it's like confused. one of those stories where like you're in the beginning you're like oh shit like you know i'm gonna I i'm totally involved in this one and then when you're halfway through reading it, you're like, I don't care anymore. Right. Because like, it's, sound, it, it's so messed up because, you know, it is like a, a potential domestic violence. And like mm -hmm. you don't honestly, like, obviously, you don't want to see something like that, especially if there's a child involved. But then like halfway through and then you're right. After listening to that 911 call, you're like, mm. and we have the 911 call on our Instagram page. Yes. And um. You can listen to it there and, and see for yourself. But, like, yeah, you're 100% right, though. If you're in distress, give a location. Yeah. And I understand, like. You don't need to know your latitude and longitude. But, Jesus Christ, just give your address. And it's something, name his address. It's something, too. You can also give <laughs> consent on your phone for your location. So, if you have your location on, you can give consent, like, to ping your phone. Right. So, we have they have the technology for that now. But it's. If frustrates me because this is why there's so much pushback when women come forward with sexual assaults or domestic right. assaults there's so much pushback from the media social media 
course, everyone's always like, oh, she's making it up. She's making it up because you have situations like this where, you know, we're not saying because we don't know the whole full story on right. the end for this. So we're not saying it didn't happen or did happen. We're just saying that, like, her backtracking is a little wild, but a little sus, a little sus. Um, But it's something where, you know, it, it really does put a damper on you know the women's progression on their word being taken truthfully right so it's it's not okay on that front but i mean or she or the other side of it she does have of what is it the victim um victim's remorse Mm -hmm. where in the moment she was like upset and This had this had actually happened, but she loves him, so it's not like we don't know until we finalize all this right. stuff. But she's basically saying that she's going to drop charges, and I don't know. Just it's uh, it's bad that that happened to. Uh, didn't that happen with Ray Rice too? Was mm-hmm. it Ray Rice? Uh, um, the one they, that uh, knocked his wife out in the elevator. In the elevator. Yeah, and then she dropped charges as well, but it was too late because there was already video footage of it. That was the problem. Is that yeah. there was the video footage of it, yeah. and it was everywhere. And oh, even if yeah. she did drop charges, it wouldn't. So many, it didn't matter. She could drop yeah. charges all day, but um, everyone was up against him on that. Right. You know what's messed up about that is that the NFL had that video for a while before it was even leaked out to the media because the NFL did nothing about it. So somebody was like, well, you're not going to do anything. We're going to leak this out. Nope. Go back and look at the, uh, the schedule for the Ravens that week and, or for however long and and tell me why I I know this sounds conspiracy asking. Of course it's going to be, but like, tell me, tell me why the NFL didn't leak anything. The NFL, I mean, they, it's all about they're that still, dollar bill, y'all. Yeah, they're still terrible. They're a terrible organization, but everything for the NFL is a is complete cash grab and and all that stuff. Oh but, yeah, they plan it out completely. They they're yeah. like, oh, we have this game and this game and this game. Can we keep this under the rug until then? Right. But you know that's the thing too. You have to make sure if you're gonna if you're gonna go that route and keep it under the rug and under the radar, you got to make sure you have shit locked oh absolutely locked down you got to be paying off the hotel you got to be paying off the hotel employees you got to be paying off a lot of things right throw money at the camera for christ's sake that took the took the video in the elevator like please don't right please don't do it give us another week (laughs) right give us another week man fucking nfl gotta love it or or just be a real human and get rid of this dude. Yeah, just right from the jump. Can we just agree to just uh, uh, well on we a agree to agree? We agree to agree. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, can we agree, but on like a big like on the biggest pickle front and IAP front, like disagree, but like because you know, we don't want people to be terrible hu- we want people to be terrible humans so that we can continue on. Right, of course. We want we want business to be booming. Uh, booming, but also like I don't, oh yeah, is that how you do yeah, it? Yes, so that's how he does it. Yeah, <laughs> booming. Business is booming. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. our AB for the day. I mean, maybe and... we could just follow him around. Maybe we could change the show <laughs> into the less glamorous side of sports to 
the uh, mental health awareness <laughs> of sports. Because yeah. even, if, even if everybody is okay and nobody commits crimes anymore in the sports world, there's still going to be a little bit of head trauma. And a lot. Be crazy. You know? Faux show. Real quick before we get into the story, an arrest warrant has been issued, speaking of crazy, on Ben Gordon. Oh, I saw that. Uh, what was that? Two that days whole, ago, I yeah. think that happened. Oh my yeah. god! <clears throat> but when he attacked those people with the uh, sewing, sewing needle, so, yeah, and they only uh, issued the arrest warrant because he didn't show up in court. But well, here's a question. I was thinking about this too. So I was like, was he in a state where he was hallucinating that people were balloons? It very well could be. That's that's a good that's a good point. Um, maybe he's afraid of balloons. Maybe. Um, my wife or... is afraid of balloons, so I always found maybe. it pretty funny that someone can be afraid of balloons. But and then I married her, and I was like, oh, this is a real fear, huh? <laughs> we should go on that Maury Povich show where people are afraid <laughs> of weird things like olives and puppets and balloons. <laughs> <laughs> they make her make her deal with her fears. They yeah. put her in a room full. Yeah. Of she's not like cry and fucking run into the next room afraid. She's just like every time she sees a balloon, she's like, Ugh. like it's gonna well, pop. It's, yeah, it's like because that sound. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that her brother had done something to her as a child, or maybe it's just <laughs> uh, you know maybe she knowing her brother. Yeah, I know knowing her brother. <laughs> I mean, maybe brother, he like popped a balloon in her face. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it up, bitch. <laughs> or maybe when she was very young, uh, her parents lived in the ghetto and there was just constant gunfire around the house or yeah. around the neighborhood. Uh, who knows? You know. I mean, I hear guns now. It's most likely her brother, though. It's, it's definitely it. her brother. <laughs> it's definitely her brother. Uh, Mike, if you're listening to the show, um, let us know. Let <laughs> us <was> know. <laughs> now that you mention it, I bet you it is. That's her. That's where the beginning trauma starts. Oh my god! Yeah, that's great. I can so see him doing that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right, so are we ready to get into this story? Let's do this. Let's do this. This story is pretty, pretty wild. In my never-ending search for topics for this beautiful podcast, you sometimes stumble upon a person and say to yourself, shit, how come I didn't know about this one before? This has happened to me a couple of times while doing this show. This is how I found Sammy Stewart. Uh, if you don't remember Sammy Stewart, he was the World Series winner with the Orioles, who ended up living under the bridge. But today, this person falls into that same category. Today's subject only played six NFL games with the then St. Louis Cardinals before they moved to Arizona. So, obviously, St. Louis yeah. was very creative with their team names. Uh, with no. only six games under his belt, it's not what he did on the field that is the top of, topic of this conversation. It's what he did after he left the world of football. This is the story of Robert Rozier. Do you ever see that video of the guys who... Um, I've seen it mostly on TikTok. Uh, by the way, I think we're in TikTok jail. 
I don't know if that's a real thing, but I think we're there. Um, I posted too many videos of people fighting, and I, I guess they don't like it. So our numbers yeah, they don't just like it. slowly Aww. declined. And or the videos just aren't funny anymore. So I don't know. I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with TikTok TikTok jail because everything I do is fucking hilarious. So <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> see, case and point. Uh... Yeah. Um what was I talking about? <laughs> I uh TikTok jail. Oh, and so then anyways, something about the, the videos yeah, on it's okay, the guys, yeah. they're all in the room and they're like Oh, the guy, the Golden one guy. Eye. Who, yeah yeah then he's like the sound for this and they're making it yes yeah. i know who and then the about. other guy walks in he's like bum, 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 and it's all the golden eye theme and everyone's like oh shit yeah it's see everything i do is funny so that I was nothing to do with that oh the golden eye theme is hot yeah play some golden eye Should have all right the... oh Oh what? Oh, did I yell too loud? No, I just whacked my head on the mic. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta watch it's out like, for that thing. Fuck. Mark. Knock yourself out with that thing. Jesus. <laughs> Yikesies. All right. So Robert Rozier, he was born in 1955 in Anchorage, Alaska. His father was stationed in the Elmendorf Air Force Base while serving in the Air Force. So this would make Rozier a military brat. So yeah. Anchorage is the largest city in the state of Alaska by population. It contains nearly 40% of the state's population. And if you're a history buff, then you already know that in 1955, Alaska still had three more years before it became part of the U.S. Mm-hmm. So, Terry Rozier, technically... Not a citizen. Not a citizen. Not a citizen. So, so my favorite part of stories, besides the crime... Are the notables. Notables! Notable people from this state include former owner of the San Francisco Giants, Sue Burns, two-time NBA champ with the Miami Heat, Mario Chambers, and then Dan Mintz, who is best known for his voice acting role as Bob's oldest daughter, Tina Belcher, in the show Bob's Burgers. Which is maybe my favorite character next to Gene. Do you watch Bob's Burgers? I do not. Uh, it's, uh, I never watched it before. And then all of a sudden, like, my son was watching it. And I, I was hanging out with him. He's like, oh, did you ever watch Bob's Burgers? I was like, nah. And I watched, like, one episode. And I was like, this show is hilarious. <laughs> and I was instantly hooked. One day I'll give it a try. Give it a try. You'll be pleasantly pleased. Like, it is funny it's like adult funny it's not like it's an adult cartoon well yeah it's a it's it's up there with you know the simpsons and yeah it's it's like right in the middle between simpsons and family guy it's not like raunchy like a family guy but it has it's very it's very well put together like it's a very it's funnier than the simpsons and a step less crazy than family guy yeah so uh sorry this one's for you uh john paragon best known for his work on the tv series peewee's playhouse where he played jambi the genie do you remember jambi mecca like a high high, high, high. (laughs) 
Uh, fun <laughs> fact, and and as I'm as I'm reading this, it's not so fun, but. John Paragon <laughs> died on April 3rd, 2021, at his home at the age of 66. His cause of death was heart disease and chronic alcoholism. News of his death was not made public until June 18th of that year for some strange reason. I, I, I honestly don't even know why. I tried looking this up and why they didn't say anything, but it's interesting. Yeah. He was cremated, and his ashes are currently in possession of Cassandra Peterson, who, if you remember, played Elvira in the 1980s. She was that big boobed vampire lady that was on TBS. Wait a minute, she has his. She has his ashes. They were, um, they were a thing for a little bit. Uh, I I did read that on why. She possessed. Oh, okay. Because I might have been married for a year or two. All right. But like they were really, yeah. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Where I was just like, hmm. Yeah. Eighties thing. Right. Eighties people sticking together. Like. Or maybe Cassandra Peterson just paid a lot of money for his ashes. You know. I mean, why wouldn't you want Jombie's ashes? Ooh, ooh. ooh. Does she have his ashes like in the Jombie thing? So like it opens up. And then there's his ashes. So it's like zombie. And then I it mean, just automatically how, opens up. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Oh, my God. If I had. Oh, my God. Now all I could think of is. Can I get a zombie box? And I'm why sure. don't they sell those already? Why don't they sell them? This is so perfect. Oh, man. Oh, man. Any <laughs> any carpenters out there that want to make me and Sarah a zombie box, please. Please. Yeah. Please oh, my God. Up. That. That would be so. That yes, would be hilarious. I would. Put, that would be amazing. I would I'd put, put a head so, in there, not a real head. I put so many things in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so many things. So, uh, Sarah, you might remember John Paragon as Cedric from Seinfeld. Him and his partner were always. They always had run-ins with uh, Kramer and the rest of the gang. Do you remember that episode where um, Elaine bought the? Um, Oh, was it the armoire? The armoire? Yeah, and the soup Nazi. The, the, yeah, the two the two gay guys on the street, they were like yes! sizing up. Yes. John Paragon was Why don't the... you wear the AIDS ribbon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John Paragon was the white guy in that group. Oh my god. Yeah. He's, you got a problem with me? Right. You got, you got a, problem a problem with me? With me? Do you have a problem with me? Why aren't yep. you wearing your AIDS ribbon? Why aren't you? And poor fucking Kramer got the <laughs> shit kicked out of him in that episode. Yeah, the arm, the, the armoire was the soup Nazi episode, yep. and then the AIDS walk was when the episode that Jerry got the number of the chick off the AIDS walk list. Right, and, and wasn't there another one? The uh, was it the Puerto Rican parade? Puerto one, Rican where they were all stuck in traffic. Yes, and Kramer lights. Accidentally lights the Puerto Rican flag on fire. Which now, if you were to ever see that episode, I don't know if they cut it out on Netflix. Um, but if you watch the Puerto Rican Day Parade, that snippet of the flag getting burnt has been cut out. Really? Yeah, it's been huh. cut out. Yeah, well, which, I mean that makes sense. It makes sense, but it's all if you watch the series of how it actually happens. It's not like the it's he did it deliberately. It's just right. Kramer accidentally setting the flag on fire and he's stomping it out and that was like the whole big thing <laughs> oh, oh fucking man. kramer uh, 
Nothing. What a great show. I know. Uh, so it, good. And this show always, uh, like, In a Pickle always comes back to Seinfeld. We always do. Last week we came back to it twice. Every week we come back to Seinfeld. It's, it goes hand in hand. It's That's why I was so excited when I found this tidbit of information about John Paragon. And I was like, oh, my God, he was Cedric and Seinfeld. This is perfect for the show. So I didn't just, even uh, put two and two together until you just said that. Yeah. And we're talking about it. And I'm like, I can see his face now. You just paint it yeah. in some blue and he's going to grant you some wishes. Right. Right. Yeah. So. so good. All right. So back to Bobby now. So because his father was in the service, they moved around a lot. He would attend Cordova High School in California. where While there, he played football as a defensive end and was all league, all conference, all Northern California. Hmm. He could also jump as high as six feet with a vertical jump of 10 feet. He could also sprint the 40-yard dash in 4.7 seconds and he could also bench press 375 pounds so this damn. dude was damn. Built. like he could damn he could dash like it was crazy like he was just coming into like being a phenomenal athlete damn but even with a great high school career he was passed over to play college because to play in college because he never received his high school diploma he enrolled at Grays Harbor College, where he was eventually recruited by the University of California, uh, the Berkeley's uh, by Berkeley's football coach Mike White. At California, team captain Ralph DeLaroche, De- DeLaroche, not uh, whatever his name is, that he works. described Rosier as the best athlete on the team. At six foot three and two hundred and forty pounds, Rosier was drafted by the St. Louis Cardinals in the ninth round of the nineteen seventy nine NFL draft, which was the two hundred and twenty eighth overall. Bobby was the defensive end and wore the number seventy five. He played for six whole games in the nineteen seventy nine season, starting in none of them. So. Oh. If the 79 draft sounds familiar to you, it's because this was the draft where Joe Montana was selected in the third round, 82nd overall. And also, this is where Bob Golick was picked uh, 52nd overall. You might remember him Mm -hmm. from Saved by the Bell, the college years. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's the only when he had like where he had like the curly the curly like long haired (laughs) mullet the curly mullet remember that it was like but it wasn't it was like super slicked back here and he always wore the button down t shirts that were tucked into his like acid wash jeans now now was he uh, was he a student at that school or was he just like the den mother I would. I, I thought remember. he was a student because if he's going to be the resident advisor, you oh, have to be a student. The den, the den mother. <laughs> I don't know. I never went to college. I don't. I don't know. I never had a. Den um, but if he was going to be the RA, he had to be a student, and that's kind of what it seemed like he was. Now I have to go back and watch the college years, but I need to do it sober. <laughs> Were you drunk throughout the entire college? The college years. So. I missed, I only watched a few the first time around, and then I went back, I don't know, this is probably like 10, 15 years ago, and I was like, I'm going to watch these, and then right. I was, because I was 
came home drunk and was like, I'm going to watch these. Why not? And then I was like, ah, screech. Yeah, you know, right? it's just <laughs> look at you. Oh, look at him. He's dead now. No, Aww. Well, he is. I, well, facts are facts. Yeah. I'm just spitting on facts now. No, facts are facts. But yeah. <laughs> fun fact Screech is dead. <laughs> That's not you so fun. Saw- <laughs> you gotta figure out a way to put the fun facts. Sir. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> not so fun fact. The only member of the Bayside High to ever die, I guess. Oh, so far. Thus far. Thus far. Thus far. Uh, fun fact. Uh, Principal Belding spoke at my high school graduation. Yes, he did speak yeah. at your high school graduation. And that is a fun fact. That's that... where the fun fact comes in. That's. See, I don't even remember who we had for ours, but yeah, I, think you... I spoke at your high school. Graduation. I think I think you did. Yeah, and that one was like that's year. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's just like, "What the fuck is this? Why? Guy? Why is this fucking dude here? Fuck this yeah. guy! Like, what's going on here?" I'll be like, in twenty five years, Sarah and I will have a podcast where six people listen to, and they'll be like. like Bullshit. 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 They're going to do anything but eat a sandwich. Suck. <laughs> fuck you. Winthrop. I'm going to be the greatest football quarterback ever. Meanwhile, bullshit. Shop now. Bullshit. But yeah, true. Yeah. Bullshit. The high school quarterback is always the best. Well, true. He'll tell you at the bar every Thanksgiving Eve that he's the best. Glory days. Yeah. I'll pass you by glory days. Bow, bow, and something and bow, something. Bow, bow, Bruce Springsteen bow, words, glory days. <laughs> I'll just big Courtney Cox. Just instead of oh, me yeah. dancing on the stage, I'll come on the stage and you push me off. Oh yeah. <laughs> like just... like a impromptu stage dive. Yeah. Right. It's or it's like the video of um, Prince removing Kim Kardashian from the stage. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's hilarious. No. Oh, my God. You have to look it up. Did the Kardashians up. kill Prince? No. <laughs> well, maybe. Who knows? Oh, my God. We're going to stop this story. Now we're just going to talk about how the Kardashians <laughs> killed Prince. Did There's they a... send somebody to fucking make him OD? There is a video oh my um, God. From, a, from younger Kim days. When um, Prince brought her on stage to dance and she didn't know how to dance or doesn't <laughs> dance or whatever. And he's like, get Was off she doing my... the Elaine? No, no, the little kicks in the thumbs. It's basically Prince is like, get the fuck off my stage and has her removed off the stage like <laughs> minutes after bringing her up. And so maybe. um. Here's yeah. our conspiracy theory. Yeah. So the conspiracy theory of today, and so far, the cons- biggest conspiracy of this year is that the Kardashians <laughs> killed Prince. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. We are That's- starting 2023 off with a conspiracy <laughs> bang. I'm going to mock <laughs> Maguire this right out of the park. I'm going to fill up with roids and then crush a Big Mac sandwich. <laughs> oh, Big man. Mac. All right, so Roseanne's pro career in the States was derailed by the allegations of drug use and petty crime. He briefly moved to the Canadian Football League while playing for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, which, which is, seems redundant. Like, why you got to call them the Tiger, Tiger Cats? Tiger Cats? But yeah. aren't Tigers Cats? That's, that's what I'm saying. Canada... Wait, I'm sh- 
Canada, if you're listening, <sighs> get your shit together. Do better. And he also played for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I can't pronounce De La Roche, but I can pronounce Saskatchewan. So Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan's. Saskatchewan. Uh, he finally came back stateside and signed with the Oakland Raiders because who else but the Oakland Raiders would take this man? Absolutely. But he would only last on that team for two weeks. Fun fact, and I think this. Might... I'm hoping this is a fun fact and not somebody else's like, <laughs> he shot his toe off. Fun fact. And bled out. He severed the heads of 12 cats now. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger cats. <laughs> Tiger cats in a Saskatchewan Rough Rider, which yeah. I believe is a cowboy. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, while playing football in Canada, Rosier wrote bad checks for. Twenty to thirty thousand dollars U.S. dollars. That's about forty-nine to seventy-four thousand in today's money. By November nineteen eighty-six, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police had issued thirty-two warrants for fraud against old Bobby Boy. So there's that. Yeah, there's there's that. Uh, That's uh, imagine writing bad checks for up to seventy-four thousand dollars. It's like, Jesus. That's, yeah, that's ballsy. Kudos. Now, if that isn't enough for you, well, then buckle up because this is going to get weird. Click, click. Yeah. In 1982, Robert met a man by the name of Yahweh Ben Yahweh. Who is Yahweh Ben Yahweh, you ask? Well, I do. Yes, sorry, I know you're hearing. Yeah. I know you're saying. Who is who is, who is yeah. this man? Well, YBY was the because I, I, I how many times are you gonna say Yahweh Ben Yahweh? You gotta you gotta do YBY, right? But you you're cool. It's, yeah. it's you got I can't it. it works. Yeah. Well, YBY was the founder of the nation of Yahweh which was a religious movement that teaches American blacks are the real, true Jews. If you are thinking to yourself, when and where have I heard this before? It's because I believe Kyrie Irving may or may not be part of this this group mm. right now. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying this is what's up. Um, the headquarters of the Yar- nation of Yahweh is ooh, in ooh, ooh. the great state of Sarah. Would you like to guess? I'm going to guess because I just have this gut feeling. Is it Florida perchance? <laughs> Florida. Do, 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 do. You win. Yay! <laughs> of course it's in Florida. Where else would it be? Mega, mega high, mega high, me ho. <laughs> oh. The nation of Yahweh had thousands of black American followers in its prime. Uh, YBY preached that Jesus is black, but the devil was white. Totally not wrong on that part. Not wrong. The white man is truly the devil. I I agree with that. Not wrong. Not wrong on that. Facts. That's that's fact right there. Facts. That, that, uh, That whole statement tracks hard because I hate I hate the white man. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, yes, I am. I am the white man. Um, Yahweh Ben was accused of teaching hate and was later indicted on three counts of federal racketeering and extortion charges. 
of which he was found not guilty, though. However, he was convicted of conspiracy to commit murder. And Mm. this is where things change for old Bobby Boy. By 1986, I'm going to pause right there for a second. This might be one of my, this is where I like, I love these stories. They're not fully heavy into sports. Like we're already done with sports. Yeah, we're done. We're now the downward spiral. Yeah. And like, this is where like, I know when we did the JR, the JR Richardson show, we were like heavy sport. Yeah. Right? And then, you know, we, we told this story, but like this goes touch of sports all crazy. So you need a balance. Yeah, totally. You know, absolutely. Geez. And we got some, you know, Peewee Playhouse reference. Yeah, we got in a, here. we got a Seinfeld. We got a Peewee. You know, you know? we're looking Get for somebody to build us the zombie box. Put yourself up a chair. Wake up. Now I have the Peewee. <laughs> Theme song, the playhouse. And, and pull yourself, yourself up a chair. chair. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> sit on me, Pee Wee. <laughs> <laughs> By 1986, <sighs> Rosaire became fully submerged into the nation of Yahweh, donating all his possessions and taking the name Nesiah Israel. In an effort to join the Yahweh's brotherhood, quote unquote brotherhood, which was a secret group of tall, muscular young men available for discreet missions, which sounds like my buddy Travis's wet dream. Rosier, Rosier undertook. (laughs) (laughs) Rosier undertook the initiation of killing random quote unquote white devils in April of 1986. In the Miami neighborhood of Coconut Grove, Rosier followed a drunk white man to his apartment and killed him and his roommate with a six-inch knife. On September 5th, Rosier and another Brotherhood member killed an unconscious 61-year-old Raymond Kelly who was parked in a bar parking lot. The two men... Now, this is, this is gross. The two men cut off the victim's ears to show YBY, but because these men were not the most intelligent people in the world, they lost the air and had to return to the body to cut off the other. I guess it's a good thing that the human body has two ears. So, Also, where? How? How did you lose that ear? Did you just stuff it in your pocket? How did you... I mean... uh, What? Yeah. I mean, were they doing like Reservoir Dogs? I mean, this is before Reservoir dogs, dogs, but like he's like singing stuck well, in the middle I don't of know why I came here tonight. singing in the ear. I mean, I have this feeling that something ain't right. Was that where like how they lost it? Were they playing or were they like holding it up to their head? Like, hello, can you hear me? All like, I could think of is they cut the ear off and they went, ew, you take it. And like, no, you take it. Like, ah, 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 gross. I don't want it. And they just kept throwing the air back until it went down the sewer. Oh, I could. Yeah, that. You know, I could see it. What are we going to go? What are we going to show? Why be why? And they're like, I'm going to go back to the body and cut the other way off. I'm like, ew. do we have Uh... to? Can't we just take a finger? I don't. That's why. Well, no, because you could also just take a finger randomly of. Oh, that's true. Well, what's the air going to do, though? Why you got to why you got to cut anything off? Just be like, hey, check this out. 
You know, I'm surprised gotta... that they weren't like, let's collect dicks. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. I'm surprised let's, if let's we did. Let's take his dick. Like, if you're going to go that route and you need to show someone, like, well, uh, I don't know. I'm right. just, I'm sitting here like, is it, what is it going to be that they're cutting off? What is it that they're going to be? And you were like, ear. And I was like, weak. Who were you like? like <laughs> we like, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's crazy. Let's cut his butt off. <laughs> Could have taken a very, very, very dark turn. Well, I mean, it's already dark, but I mean, yeah, right. A little bit. Darker. I mean, they stabbed the man while he was just not trying to uh, drive drunk. Right. This poor it's... guy, Raymond Kelly, he was just trying to like do himself a solid and not get a DUI, but instead he just got murdered and, and both his ears were taken. Like, well, this makes it's... you just want to drive drunk just so you can get home and lock the door. Lock the door away from him. Well, at least he had his penis. <laughs> that we know of. Well, I know we, I, I know, like, I, I mean, there's more story to go. Who the fuck I mean, knows? Who knows? You know, it's just so I'm seeing a pattern here where they're they're just going after drunk dudes because I mean they are, easy, but they're easy targets, right? But they also right. bleed out faster, right? Because of your alcohol blood content, you bleed faster when you're drunk. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, more. totally, totally, and we'll see in the story how how they uh, eventually get caught but okay yeah um, but right. uh yeah sorry no 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 no. i'm just saying because they they're not this group of of men uh the the quote-unquote brotherhood i mean they're not this whole this whole organization is not very intelligent to begin with but like um the group of the brotherhood is just they're like bumbling just idiots basically they they're just bad bad at crime i guess you know and all they're really doing oh, like you're well, right all they're really doing is killing drunk people at this point yeah it's you know. i mean we have that serial killer here in boston who just kills drunk college students by throwing them in the charles river oh so. right uh so, the, the the red scarf killer yeah so yeah, we who i still think is female probably i think so i, I wouldn't i wouldn't put it by so yeah. I'm, I'm about that yeah you know so shit uh, happens 15 days later, Rosier and two other members of the Yahwehs killed a 45-year-old man by the name of Cecil Branch, stabbing him more than 25 times in retaliation to a previous confrontation Branch had with a few of the female members of the Yahweh who were soliciting for donations. Witness te- witnesses testified that Cecil Branch pushed a Yahweh woman who was trying to solicit those donations. And then she in return became hysterical. And as everyone was just kind of distracted, she was writing down his license plate tags to give to the brotherhood of Yahweh. And branch chased all the Yahweh women away from his home. But then later on three Yahweh men known as the bone crushers showed up briefly to Cecil's house and murdered him. Cecil's landlord, who was a cop found branches body bound and gagged in his house. in what police would say was a very gruesome scene. So it's getting a little worse here. So now, on October 27th, 1986, the nation of Yahweh bought a five-building apartment complex 
in Opelika, Florida for $480,000, which is in, in today's money is about $1.19 million. After the purchase, the Yahweh gang was trying to improve the property and members spent weeks attempting to evict residences, residents from the building. So what they did here was they bought this apartment complex and they would go to turn it into the basically like the Yahweh church where it, there's going to be if you are with the Yahweh brotherhood, you can live here. And because, I mean, they own all your possessions anyway. So, yeah. It, so it's it's a moot point. Like you yeah. can share a one bedroom residence with five people because you guys don't need anything. You're sleeping right. on the floor. Absolutely. But they bought the apartment complex and there were people living in there, like regular everyday people, because this was a fucking apartment complex. Yeah, like, they they live in life too, yo. Yeah. The, you didn't buy an abandoned apartment complex, which you probably should have if you didn't want to just like deal with other people and you wanted to make this your place. But whatever. Yeah. On October 31st, Anthony Brown and Rudolph Barbosa, who were residents of the apartment complex, complex were shot to death by the bone crushers the bone crushers lured babosa out of his apartment and he was shot in the head the bc boys chased down brown down the street forced him to the ground and shot him as he pleaded for his life witnesses would later testify about this whole thing so okay yeah so i mean so they're just trying to remove residents now well, they're just trying to like they're they're like nineteen forties like, like gangster style trying to remove people. Like they're chasing people down the street, not caring who's witnessing anything. Clearly, like they're just like, oh, we're the Yahwehs. We're just gonna you telling us we'll kill you. I mean, the the first guy, the Cecil Branch guy, he was just trying to get people away from his property who were trying to take money from from random people like the these yahweh women were going door to door looking for money he's like no get out of here like we don't i don't want any it's like <laughs> please leave and then they they were like i'm gonna write down your license plate and then these guys come and kill him and now these two guys are just trying to live their life in their own apartments and then they were like <laughs> lured out get of their place out. and just fucking murdered like what like it's crazy yeah yeah so Robert Rozier pleaded guilty to both these murders, although he denied he shot either victim. They they're saying that um, Rozier was trying to really impress YBY. So in order to do that, he was like, I did these murders. But then they realized that like cops soon realized that like you didn't shoot anybody like you might have been there, but you, didn't you were kill just anybody. there. Yeah. So he was just trying to be cool. Like, look at me. I did it. But Rosier did name two accomplices. Ahir Israel and Seth Israel. However, both Israel brothers were never charged in the murders. In December 1987, uh, Seth Israel died of a, of a gunshot wound during a drug dispute at a Miami motel. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Must have been a nice place. Yeah, yeah. Miami Motel sounds like it could be Ugh. the Skaties. coolest place in the 1980s Ugh. during Scarface, but now 
it's like the worst place ever. Scabies. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you put your t-shirt over the pillow because you need a pillowcase. This is want... yeah, this is where you like put yourself in plastic trash bags <laughs> yeah. to lay on the bed yeah. and then you suffocate because you're like, fuck, I, I don't want to <laughs> breathe this in. I don't want to lay on this. And then you end up killing yourself by accident right. because you're trying to not <laughs> not breathe. Yeah, not <laughs> contract anything or lay in human matter. Oh, God. I stayed at a hotel like that one, or motel like that once. That's that's for a different episode, though. Ugh. So when Rosea was arrested, he told police that he was 404 years old and couldn't remember his life before entering Yahweh. So, sounds oh, like he's getting a little crazy. Hmm. For several months, the nation supported Robert with a lawyer and also a public relations campaign was done for him, but when Rozier issued an ultimatum to the church for a different lawyer, he was excommunicated. Dun, dun, dun. In March 1988, Bobby Rozier turned state evidence in exchange for a 22-year sentence. He told of the Nation of Yahweh's crimes to the Metro-Dade Police Department. Some murders were committed in retaliation, some members of the church would brag about the killing on behalf of the group, and a church rumor told of its involvement in the 1983 public beating death of a man by the name of Leonard Dupree. Rosier also explained about the Brotherhood, its initiation, and its purpose. All things said, Rosier personally confessed to four murders. So... Yeah. So right I mean, now, Bobby Rozier has four bodies under his belt. Yeah. That's... And that's just the ones he confessed to. Who knows what's right? What especially there. since he doesn't remember anything before this joining this quote unquote brotherhood. Right. You know. And being 404 years old, you think you'd remember something. Something. <laughs> Don't drink Kool-Aid. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't, Don't drink, drink the Kool-Aid. By 1990, the police had built a 14-murder conspiracy indictment against 16 members of the Yahweh Nation and their spiritual leader, old Yahweh Ben Yahweh. This case relied heavily upon Rosier's claims, uh, according to his defense, uh, according to the criminal defense lawyer, Robert Rosier, quote unquote. This is this is quotes here. Robert Rozier is singing a song in order to avoid a life sentence or a death sentence. Um, he is a he's the biggest liar. I dare say the man would lie on his own mother, much less Yahweh Ben Yahweh, his friends and associates. He's been avoiding old Sparky, which was the Florida electric chair, four different times. So despite all these attacks on Rozier, detectives never caught him in a lie. Ultimately, Ben Yahweh was acquitted of murders after Rozier was discredited. So they must have found something, uh, probably those fucking bad checks that he kept writing. Yep. This guy is a complete fraud. But also, even if uh, YBY there is doing like crazy ass shit 
and all his him and his crew were killing people, I mean, it doesn't matter because Robert Rogier comes off as uh, a criminal anyways, uh, as, as a liar because yeah, you know he's a fraud. all these checks? So for his 22 year sentence, Rogier was in prison outside of Florida under a new name, courtesy of the United States Federal Witness Protection Program. In 1996, after 10 years behind bars, Rozier was paroled with the new identity, Robert Ramsey's. You think he had changed the first Why name? wouldn't you change? Yeah. Why wouldn't you change the first? I don't know. <laughs> so, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Wild. In 1999, in 1999, he expressed remorse for his crimes, telling... So, not only did this fucking guy get out of prison, right? But he changed his identity, like he's got a brand new name, and then he just goes to the Associated um, Press. Let and me tell tells you my his story. Whole life. Yeah, and let like, me tell oh, you. This is my new you're name. Suppo- you're in the witness protection program. Like, I just <laughs> oh, just go, go, go. Like, just leave the country at this point. Go right. live in Mexico. Start over new, Robert. Why would you? I just. What? Why would you go through all that shit to go in the witness protection program and then go to the press and tell your story? Oh, man. But now, geniuses, according to this, geniuses. you know, he's all he's in. Uh, he he rebuilt his life and he, he's super spiritual and he went through a whole transformation and all the things you will say and blah, blah, blah. But because nobody ever really changes. On October 5th, 1999, Rosier was arrested, uh, excuse me, Ramsey was arrested by the El Dorado County, California Sheriff's Department for bouncing a check for $66, which today is about $107. Rosier volunteered his criminal past and former identity, though the new charges would otherwise be a misdemeanor under the California's then new street, three strikes and your outlaw. State prosecutors, however, went for felony charges. His bail was set at $10 million. By May 2000, Rosier was in prison in the South Lake Tahoe, California, waiting for a June trial. You wrote a $66 check. 60, and you are now, wait a minute. $10 million bail. What? Because wow. it, it's got the it's the three strikes, and because like this yeah, is he's his already third uh, strike. It, it like dead, it, oh my! I just you killed four people, and you bounced all these checks in Canada. Oh, and my you God. what? I just so uh, so at the conclusion of his trial in Placerville, California, Rosea was convicted of bouncing twenty seven different checks. Of a total of twenty two hundred dollars, which if you're if you're really into this whole thing, it's about three thousand five hundred and seventy nine dollars. His sentence for this, for bouncing twenty seven checks totaling twenty two hundred dollars, Sarah, it was twenty five years to life for bouncing twenty seven checks what? on January twelfth, two thousand and one. Wait, what? Yes. He went away longer okay. for bouncing checks than he did for murder of four people. 
Four Dear people. California. Yes, right? Can, what the fuck is what is... 27 I, checks and and now we're doing you're doing life in prison. I think that it you, you don't you know put him in prison for 20 I mean the poor taxpayers on that one. I know. But like I know. You just don't let this man like every bank in the world has to know like this man is not allowed to have a checkbook. Right. Like Right. There's ways around this. You don't have to 20 set tw- what 25 years to life. Like 25 years to life. for 27 this, checks. Bounced. This this honestly reminds me of the whole OJ Simpson thing where, you know, he allegedly killed uh, Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman and didn't go to jail. But then when he, quote, kidnapped that dude who was selling the stuff that OJ sold him, he did more years in prison than he did for the murders of his ex-wife and her boyfriend. You know, uh, Rosia does 22 years for four murders. And now at the time, Florida had the death. I don't know if Florida still has the death penalty, but this guy could have did the electric chair four different times. Right. He only does 22 years, gets out. He writes 27 bad checks, goes away for life. Like what? wild. Unbelievable. Well, maybe it was maybe California was like, listen, you're not a good person. Right. Right. We we're gonna do what Florida should have done and put you away. Maybe. I don't know. But California also has some questionable characters in jail that shouldn't be. Right. Well, California let OJ go, and then the, the, the judge in Vegas was like, Fuck you, get in jail. And he was sentenced to 33 years. He only had nine, but you know, 33 years uh, for kidnapping. California. So, so here's a little update for uh, old Bobby Rowe. Uh, he was denied parole on February 16th, 2022, just last year. And now he is not eligible for another parole hearing until 2027. And that is good old Robert Rogier. Only played a few games in the NFL. And now is doing life for a bad check. For bad check. You killed four people and only got life because you bounced the check. I see you're very much speechless. So I I'm trying to process this because it just legit makes no sense to me. All right. So if you like that story, let us know by going over to IAPradio.com. Cyrus, if you want to build us a zombie box, please. You can check out this episode and other episodes at iepradio.com. You can also go to our Instagram, our TikTok, our uh, what's that other one we do? Twitter. Uh, like, follow, subscribe. Go to uh, YouTube and subscribe. Write letters to TikTok and get us out of TikTok, TikTok jail. jail. I'm still going to do my thing until I get you do it. You uh, okay. You do you, boo. You, you know what? You. If I got booted off at of TikTok, that's one less thing I got to do for the show. <laughs> so, yeah, you, know? you, um... You don't even have to do it. I and just the thing like is, is the, the shit that you're sharing is stuff that's already on there. Yeah. That's so what that's I what I don't it. understand is, like, it's it's already on there. So you're just... I also think it's just a way for them to get money out of you, where you, you do the professional account, and then when you post something... 
you know, it only goes to places if you spend money to promote it. And fuck that thing. I don't know. I'm not spending any more money than I have to on the show. You know? I gotta pay Burn. you the friendship fees, and that's just, that's too it's much. It's true. You know? I it's buy you a new pocket. Your check bounced from last yeah, week. Yeah, I. By the way. <laughs> I mean, I'll write. I'll write twenty-seven more. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. What to write to jail. Write to, to jail. All right. So follow Sarah at Daddy O Sports. Check out all her cool baseball and sports cards. I love. Oh, I have a. I have the card here for you. It's a side, so I can give it Ooh, to you. I love it. I that's, love it. That's going to so you can put that on your your. Is that touch, is that the top eighty-eight? Tops 88. Oh, I'm so good. Yeah. I probably have 100 of those, by the way. Tops, so you might have the Dwayne Henry. Long snake. Yeah. Sword the, pants. The original Black Mamba. Yeah. <laughs> the, the sword situation. This guys look like he's packing something from uh, Game of Thrones. Like that. He, oh, I, it's, oh. it's wild. It's a wild, wild card. And we pulled one, too. Um, the guy's name was Teriyaki. No way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, check out the Goon Squad every Friday night on uh, the old Instagram. Sarah will always, well, I mean, we'll post it too. Uh, we always like to share. Um, maybe we'll end the show and then I'll just work on my office and or go in and eat snacks. I don't know. So. There you go. Yeah, mm. I don't know. So. Snacks. All right, so that's the end. Thank you for listening to the show. If you like it, go check out more at IEPRadio.com. So, for Sarah Ritalik, I'm Dave Houghton, and we'll see you next time. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.